welcome back to another episode of the Accepted Podcast, a college admissions podcast for the savvy student. I'm your host, Tyler Kusunoki, bringing you the unfiltered truth about applying to college in the 21st century. As always, I'd like to take a second to let everyone know that my DMs are always open. My favorite part about doing this podcast is hearing from all of y'all. It is mid-October. UNC is due this weekend. How's everybody doing? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, opinions, concerns, we're looking for some feedback, please reach out to me at the end of the day. This podcast is a community first forum for achieving better college outcomes. My inbox is forever open at tyler at theacceptedpodcast.com. That is tyler at theacceptedpodcast.com. Okay, before we get started this Sunday at 6 p.m. JST, Japan Standard Time, I will be giving a rundown on early decision and early action and why those decisions are so important. If you are a current senior and you haven't made up your mind, I hope you have, but if you haven't, uh, this will be a good event to attend just to better help you think about your strategy. And if you are a younger student and thinking a little bit about how you need to be thinking about these different options or you're unfamiliar with these options, this will be a good talk to go to. So I will be speaking at 6 p.m. JST on Sunday, October 15th. If you sign up, we'll make sure to get that recording to you uh, because obviously I understand that that's not a great time for people in the U.S., but if you are interested in hearing a little bit more about decision strategy, early decision, early action, early decision two, what do they all mean, all of that, please go sign up at tokyoacademics.com slash events. That is tokyoacademics.com slash events. All right. Additionally, I know that many students right now are probably, hopefully, definitely working through all their essays. Just a reminder, I've talked about all of them in previous episodes. If you want to dig through the backlog of the accepted podcast, you should be able to find just short episodes on all the major prompts on maybe how to tackle the supplements on all of those different things. So um, so that is all good. So make sure to go back, listen to those if you're stuck looking for some inspiration or you want some structure as to maybe how to tackle a particularly tricky supplement, etc. All right, let's get into today's topic. Today, I wanted to continue this idea of kind of breaking some of the myths or redefining some of the things around college admissions. So in terms of how to play the college game, one of the questions that we get all the time about all kinds of things is about the definition of the word optional. As this year in particular, the word optional has taken on a wide range of potential meanings. The most obvious one, of course, is testing, and I'm going to talk about that. Uh, but there are also teacher recommendations that are optional. There are uh, outside recommendations that are optional. There are essay prompts now that are optional. There is a resume that is optional. There are all these things now that have emerged where there is the optional tag to it. And the question that I always receive from parents, from students is, and from even, even other consultants is just how optional is optional really? Because the ongoing perception has always been that optional generally means do it well, right? Optional doesn't mean you can genuinely choose. Optional means that you should choose it, but then you should do it well. And by and large, that philosophy, that understanding still holds true now. When it comes to test optional schools, the answer is yes, they genuinely are optional. If you don't submit it, they are really not going to hold that against you. But the preference would still be to be able to do it well. And I think that that is actually that pendulum is swinging back. I've talked about this before, how like Dartmouth is going to being not test optional and not test mandatory, but test recommended or test 
prefer. The colleges are becoming much more open now that a lot of the pandemic seems to be taken care of and they're realizing, oh, actually, we need to deal with this issue of we have way too many applicants, actually. We need some quick way to filter through some of these students. And so a lot of schools are shifting their language and moving towards things like test recommended or test encouraged, right? But the schools that remain test optional genuinely are going to be that. But it also is one of those cases where if you are going to, if you can hit a 1550, send it because that will give you one more data point to show that you are ready to handle the academic rigor of this school, right? If you ended up taking both the ACT and the SAT and you did well in both, submit both. You always want to think about optional as what more can I demonstrate about myself, right? The opportunity of optional is context. And for holistic admissions, that's always what it's about, is what more can you tell me that will give me a fuller picture of who you are, give me, allow me to more easily visualize how you will fit into our campus and our community and our classrooms. That's always been the focus for all of these different optional pieces. And so for testing, it's about academic capability, right? It's a, it's a baseline that is easy to, that makes things easy to understand, right? That I can look at the number and be like, okay, he's ready, she's ready. So that's the testing. When it comes to recommenders, a lot of schools have a couple required that it's usually one to two teachers are required and they are going to assess your capabilities in the classroom and who you are in an academic setting. And then you usually have options for additional recommenders. And some schools offer one, some schools offer up to four. There's a lot of different options here. And that becomes the next big question is, well, who should I ask for this additional optional recommender? Is it even really necessary? And on one hand, I will say like this is far more of a genuinely, if you don't have someone who is going to write a good rec for you, you really don't have to submit it. A lot of students are like, oh, well, I asked my math teacher and I asked my English teacher, should I ask my history teacher for the optional rec because I feel like I need to submit as many like pieces of information as I possibly can. And my pushback on that always is, well, is your history teacher going to say anything about you that is substantively different from what your English teacher and your math teacher are going to say about you? Because if not, then you've just added another letter that doesn't tell me anything new. Because if I've read your English teacher's letter and it's like, oh, Bobby's an excellent participant and really, really works hard and cares deeply about his classmates and blah, blah, blah. And your history teacher is going to say the same thing. Then in some ways, you've actually kind of wasted not just the opportunity for the optional letter of rec, but you've also kind of wasted my time as an admissions officer because like I get it, right? I, I, can I can see that you're awesome. Is there anything different? You don't need to live in Japan to experience our world-class tutoring and mentorship. At Tokyo Academics, we support thousands of students in over 10 countries, helping them prepare for the SAT, ACT, AP exams, IB, and more. Graduating from top universities like Stanford, Yale, Brown, and UC Berkeley, our tutors will guide you on the path to academic success. Your first step on that path is just a click away. Visit www.tokyoacademics.com and complete our contact form to claim your free trial and get started. We will assess your goals and pair you with a world-class tutor to make you a better college applicant. That's www.tokyacademics.com. Let's turn your dreams into reality, one lesson at a time.
And so when thinking about these optional pieces, you really want the image that I've tried to use with students because it seems to work, right? Is this idea that you're, you want to think about your application kind of like the Olympic rings, right? That they are connected and they are interlinked, but only just. And the rest gives you the opportunity to show yourself in all these different unique important colors of who you are. And so for your additional recommendation, that optional, those optional additional recs, you need to be thinking about the people I ask, what are they going to be able to say about me? What are they going to be able to speak to about my life, about who I am that is different, that maybe reinforces a couple of the things, but demonstrates them in a different capacity and a different light. So in the case that I mentioned before, right, if Bobby is asking his English teacher and one of the things that he knows because he managed up and had a good conversation with his teacher, he knows that his English teacher is really going to talk about his sort of like leadership in the classroom, right? His willingness to take take initiative and take charge because he took the initiative to create study groups, right? Where a lot of students were wrestling with a text that was particularly difficult, right? And Bobby was like, what if we studied together, right? And created these things that now have become a staple of the classroom. Awesome, great. When thinking about that additional rec, right? It's now going to be about, yes, you want, maybe you want to have that sense of initiative repeated, but you also want to demonstrate that there was hardship for this particular initiative. And so then that's where you would talk to, you would consider, Bobby would consider his baseball coach, right? Because in baseball, again, that same thing held true, right? He demonstrated a lot of initiative with really trying to improve team morale because maybe the team's not so great, but this initiative failed or this initiative was not uh, able to grow in the ways that it was able to in English. But then therefore what the coach can talk about is how did Bobby respond to that? How did Bobby rebound? How did Bobby persevere, right? And so even though that that personality, right, of he always wants to make a difference and he wants always wants to make things better, there's a linkage there, right? When I read these two pieces, okay, both adults have noticed this, but whereas one was immediately wildly successful and that tells me something about Bobby, the other wasn't. And because it wasn't, it also tells me something about Bobby. And so now these two different recommendations are two different adults who have seen him in slightly different capacities and slightly different contexts and are able to corroborate, but also provide separate, different nuance. Okay. So do you see how, like, if you actually choose to take the time to slow down and think about it, there's a ton of strategy, even if we're just talking about the teacher recommendations, right? There's a ton of thought and intentionality and strategy that needs to go into who am I asking? What am I, th- what do I think they're going to say? What am, go- am I going to ask them to say, right? And so if you feel like all of your additional options are just going to repeat the same thing, then it's maybe not worth the stress of trying to manage and make sure they get things done on time. It might not be worth the effort to just secure a repeat, right, of what is already going to be present on your resume so or on your application. So for the optional recommendations, it's not just about, op- it's not just about the option of do it, 
right? It's what does doing it well mean? Well, doing it well in this particular context means getting an authority figure, uh, someone in your life who has seen a part of you that is not going to be shared about the, throughout the rest of your application as much and picking those, right? It's not just about, oh, they know me well, but, but if they know you well, but they know you in the same way that other people are going to talk about, that doesn't matter, Right? So your definition of what is going to be a good rec writer when you are have the option to submit so many of them really has to be about almost thinking about the Olympic, those Olympic rings. Right? If I have five adults who are going to be vouching for me and I think I have a pretty good idea of what they're going to say because I've done a good job of managing up and being very clear about what I want each of them to say, do I present that full picture or do I kind of have like four rings and one of them is really, really, really solid because everyone's saying it. Well, then you're not five rings, right? And colleges want to see that you are a versatile human being and that you can engage in a lot of different contexts. Again, optional means generally do it well, but optional also means don't waste my time, right? Like if you're just going to repeat other things because you thought you saw optional and you thought that it meant you had to do it, I would recommend you to not. Okay. Next optional piece, additional information. I gave a whole talk on this. I'm not going to spend too much time, right? The additional information, again, you want to think about it as context, right? I have this option to provide more information about who I am. Do I have anything more to say? Do I have anything that I feel like has been missed in my common app, my activities list, my teacher recommendations, my supplements? Again, think of it like the Olympic rings. Is a ring missing? Or is a ring maybe not as strong as it could be because I didn't have the word count to fully explain why they might be, right? So an example of this happens with a lot of students that I work with who go to a school here that is quite far from where a lot of families live. And so a lot of them end up serving as bus monitors. A lot of us juniors and seniors take on this job as bus monitors. It is one of the only uh, paid jobs for high schoolers at the school because the bus ride is an hour to an hour and a half one way, which means that school students are spending two to three hours on the bus every day. And bus monitors, their job then is to make sure everyone is safe, that the community is fine. And especially in a context where the Japanese bus driver may not be able to communicate effectively with the student body, right? Having someone who is bilingual who can communicate and say, hey, everybody sit down or just a heads up, there's this big turn or I have a student who's sick, could you please stop, right? All of those things are essential to making sure that the school itself, that their commitment to safety is extended to these very, very long commutes. And so it is actually not just like when you read bus monitors, like, oh, they probably just sit there and do their work. But in this particular case, it's actually much more involved position, right, with a lot of responsibility. Um, and that they, a lot of students had to demonstrate, especially during COVID, where they were the ones responsible for enforcing safety protocols. Right? And so that is an example of something where my description on the activities list is never going to do the actual job justice, right? And then I there's this part of my responsibilities and part of my commitment that I've failed to represent, right? And that's ultimately what optional means, is that you have this choice to 
provide greater context and greater explanations so that when I read something, I don't have misconceptions about what this is or is not. Right? And the additional information there, the optional information there is the way to do it. Take some time, review the rest of your application, read through your activities list, What is read through your honors, go back through your essays, what's missing, what isn't emphasized enough, what when I show it to someone who is a complete stranger, they'll read it and be like, why is this such a big deal? Right? Those are the things that the additional information is best served to explain. A lot of schools also now are uh, offering optional submission of a resume. And um, some are also offering the optional opportunity to interview. The resume, I think if you have one, you should submit it for a couple different reasons. Uh, I think that the optional resume, just the fact that you have one, shows that you've been thinking a little bit more and have been organizing your life more than quite a lot of your competition. And I say this because every year I have students who come to me who are like, oh, can I work with you? Right? I'd love a part-time job with you to help to maybe just learn more about the industry or to gain whatever particular skills, all of this sort of stuff. Right? And I will always say, show me a resume. And I know, don't hear from them again. Right? Putting together a resume is a baseline. Can you baseline barrier to jump across? And having it tells me as an admissions officer that you've probably used it for other things, right? The fact that you have this, that is pretty well organized, that it's pretty meticulous, tells me that you'd use this for other things, right? And that demonstrates maturity, responsibility, all of those other different pieces, okay? So you have to think a little bit, not just about do I do it, because a lot of students are like, well, but I'm already submitting my activities list. Why do I need to submit a resume? Because the resume shows that you have the work ethic and the thought process and the organization that maybe a school values. And then as far as interviews, um, I do think that interviews genuinely are optional, especially if you are not the greatest speaker and you it is hard for you to articulate your values, your priorities, your passions. Don't feel like you are missing an opportunity to represent yourself, right? Um, these genuinely are optional. Um, most schools were very clear that like this has no bearing um, it's just an opportunity for you to genuinely, an opportunity for you to find out more, to learn and understand more about the school, to ask your questions, all of that sort of stuff, right? And so, um, and so, but I do think it is a good opportunity for you to practice, right? How to engage with an adult, how to articulate your interests, right? Um, because for a lot of these schools, a lot of the top schools, the alumni interview is also going to come up. And so taking advantage of optional interview opportunities to practice, to articulate, to um, get a better, learn how to present yourself more effectively, all of that can be important. Okay, so in general, optional literally means that, right? That if you don't submit it, you're not going to be disadvantaged. But a lot of schools frame it that way, right? They frame optional in the language of if you don't do it, you won't be disadvantaged, right? Um, but that's a lot of negative negatives, right? I think that it's also important to know that by providing more, it can usually always be helpful to get a better sense of who you are, right? You are submitting a essentially a, a stack of paper and hoping that 
the admissions officer sees a three-dimensional human being from that stack of paper. So anything that you can add to add more dimensions to yourself, to literally flesh yourself out a little bit more, all of those things are going to be helpful. But, right, when you are evaluating, so in general, the rule is go for it, but you must be very strategic about how you are leveraging optional, right? It's kind of the same way, it's kind of the same way that admissions officers, and I myself also just look at a student's summer, summer, the unplanned time, right? Where everything really is optional, right? The unstructured, unplanned time. How did you choose to use it, right? It's now much more, an. Uh, my emphasis becomes less about did you do it? It's what did you choose to do, right? And the optional here is that kind of test, is because I'm letting you decide, I'm not making you do this, right? You had full freedom to select whoever the heck you wanted, right? And you selected your other English teacher. Interesting, right? So think about optional in that way as well, as that optional, because it exists, that freedom exists, right? Part of how I'm going to perceive it is, well, here's how you use that choice. Right? Here's how you use that freedom. And so think very carefully. Think in many ways, the optional pieces are need to be have the potential capacity to be far, 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 far more strategic. Right? But you need to understand that and take advantage of it. Uh, in order to make sure that you are making the most of your application, okay? All right, um, I'm, I'm always like hesitant during this time of year whether or not I should post new stuff because I don't want seniors listening in or parents of seniors listening in and be like, shoot, we asked all the wrong people for recommendations we're submitting to UNC in two days. Ah, I apologize. Um, but hopefully for everybody, this was helpful uh, and really pushes you to think more diligently and more intentionally about what optional really means in the context of a college application, okay? Because I do think that freedom is there for a reason, that choice is there for a reason, but then how you then make that choice is also then therefore very important, okay? So thanks for listening to the Accepted Podcast. Again, my name is Tyler Kusinoki. Hope you enjoyed today's topic on optional and what that really means. Join us next week for more on the complex world of college admissions. If you like what you're hearing and want to support this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating on Spotify, Apple, or your platform of choice. Do follow us and hit the bell icon for notifications to stay up to date. We are also regularly hosting events, as mentioned, this Sunday on the 15th at 6 p.m. JST. I will be talking about early decision and how to be making how to make that decision effectively and so if you are interested in those types of sessions with myself real admissions officers check us out at tokyoacademics.com slash events that is tokyoacademics.com slash events that's it for today and remember the key to getting in is getting ready thank you